0: everyone, welcome to the Off the Rails Show on the OFT Podcast. I am your host, Joshua Bowles, site manager of OneFootDown.com. And uh, just a reminder that these Off the Rails uh, Shows, they're, they're a little bit shorter. And uh, it's basically just me just talking to you. <laughs> so, <clears throat> uh, just you know, a little something this Memorial Day weekend. Maybe you need to step away from the family. Maybe you need to pretend that you need to get some more gas for the boat. And uh, you're just looking for some time to kill to chill out. Uh, hopefully maybe you're listening to this uh, some 15, 20 minutes or whatever of, uh, of, of just some, some Notre Dame football talk gets you back in the mood to get get back down to your to your family and your kids. So um, I, I tell you what's funny is speaking of kids, I just recorded uh, this show basically and uh, had just was just about ready to, to wrap it up. And of course, my youngest son comes bursting in here, just talking all sorts of gibberish. I should have just, kept, I should just kept it, but I deleted it. Uh, it we're redoing it here, so uh, we're we're just trying to get things going uh, for Memorial Day. Everyone's getting impatient, so. But I just want to talk to you a little bit about uh, you know you know Notre Dame recruiting. We, it was a big week last year, or last week. So huge news. Everybody knows it, obviously. Chris Tyree, running back, commits to Notre Dame, and Notre Dame finally has their their pure speed running back, a, a guy that you know can break it, can do a lot of things with the football in his hands. Not just that, but he also you know does a lot in the passing game. Um, he, he's listed as the number one all-purpose back in the country. All-purpose back is kind of a misnomer, I think, um, because it. it it actually more pigeonholes you than says you can do everything. I guess I would consider all purpose back to be a guy who could get you, you know, a yard and a half on fourth and one uh, with, you know, a power dive. I, I don't know. I, I just think it's a it's a bad name. They used to call him the third down backs. Um, I It'd be more of that category. But whatever it is, he's a hell of a running back. He's a great recruit. He's a huge pickup. He was an absolute must-get for Notre Dame and the staff. They beat out Oklahoma and Alabama. Basically, it was Notre Dame and Oklahoma there in the end. And, um, you know, the, the parents were on board. Education is huge with, with Chris's parents. And that might have been what tipped the scales. Uh, but but really, you know, Chris is a guy that can come in right away as a freshman, and, and he can play. Um, this isn't like... You know, Brayden Lindsey came in as a burner, and we all expected him like to be something like in the kick return game and all that. Just was not in football shape. You know, he was still in track shape. Chris Tyree is in football shape right now, uh, so and still has a senior season to go. It'll be a little bit different. It, it'd be more like a George Atkinson or, you know, a C.J. Sanders kind of a deal, you know, a young, able to to make, possibly help you in the returning game. Um, but even if so, I mean, just as a straight running back with some carries, you know, you know, he can get it. Uh, just looking ahead to two thousand and you know and twenty, Notre Dame could bring back their entire starting offensive line uh from this year. You know, that's you know, Liam Eichen, Eichenberg, Aaron Banks, Jarrett Patterson, uh Tommy Kramer, Robert Hainzey, all five of those guys are able to return next year with a year of eligibility left and they're in some of those guys' pockets, it's not unheard of. Uh, I mean, it, one or two, I guess, could leave. But really, that, that kind of position group... Excuse me, I'm sorry. Uh, that kind of position group, you know, a lot of guys, they might stay. Uh, so we really could see a, a solid offensive line this this year. And then a great offensive line uh, next year. So, but anyways, th- th- we're projecting a little bit uh, past that. But it was a huge, huge win for Notre Dame. Absolutely, mu- it was a must-get. And, you know, you know, now that you, you look at the position group, people are starting to wonder about, you know, still wondering about a second back. And it's it's kind of become known a little bit that, that Notre Dame may not be in such a need of a second back in this class for a while, you know, that there was a, um, th- there was a general, you know, a general thought that Notre Dame was going to get, uh, you know, like a bigger back to compliment Chris Tyree. If they got him and there's some names thrown out. I mean, you know, there was some other back, like, like Jutan McClain and uh, you know, was a, it was a guy that, uh, you know, if it wasn't Chris Tyree, you know, McClane would be the guy that would fill out spot. But as far as like, you know, some bigger backs go, You know, Tyreek Murphy was was a name that was, you know, in the mix. Uh, Kyle Edwards was a name that was in the mix. Um, You know, even like they even gave an offer down to a a, a running back I like a lot down in Mississippi at Trey Benson. Um, I mean, I don't think Benson's interest in their name is is nearly as high as what Kyle Edwards or uh, especially Tyreek Murphy's is, but I digress a little bit. So, I mean, I would have liked to have seen that. I don't think this is going to happen. I, th- I think Notre Dame is going to be is going to go with the run one running back here with Chris Tyree. I think that's kind of the general vibe is getting thrown out everywhere. Uh, but also, um, you know, they could add a second back in a way, and that, that's because uh, outside linebacker prospect Cullen Coleman, um, who's also from New York, uh, same as Tyreek Murphy, uh, he could play some running back, and you know, he's he's a big guy. He's you know 6'3, 220 pounds. He's he's really like stocky, man. Um, so you know that could be an option. Notre Dame has they they really could have was it one, two, three, four, five, six guys, you know, with Tyree right now on scholarship for 2020, if Tony Jones Jr. comes back for a fifth year. That's a little more up in the air, I would imagine that then, you know, wondering about Lena Meichenberg, but, um you know, as long as it's there, we have to, we have to look at it like a possibility, I suppose. So that's six guys. Do you, uh, do you want a seventh Um, in, in a, uh, with a Tyreek Murphy or, or I, I just, I just don't know. And maybe it's tied into, maybe they'll, look harder at a second back if Tony Jones Jr. decides not to come back for a fifth year. Or maybe one of the, you know, maybe Jameer Smith, Seba Flemister, Kyron Williams, maybe one of them decides, you know what, I want to transfer. or You know, not saying that it's going to happen or there's even been a whisper of it. I'm just saying that's a possibility that those guys could put forth during the season. And, you know, then Notre Dame's back fishing maybe for another running back. Um, I liked looking at you know just a month and a half ago or something you know I, I was looking at Tyreek Murphy and Chris Tyree side by side and I gotta tell you the closest that I was looking at them the first thing that came to my head was Lendell White and Reggie Bush I mean maybe that's sacrilege as a Notre Dame fan but we saw it enough <laughs> that that it's been burned in my brain uh, those two players and I I, I kind of. Yeah, I I, I kind of want that. I in fact I know I want that. Um, and you know, I'll tell you what's kind of strange too is the uh, the you know the bigger back you know, Lendell White coming from Colorado and Tyreek Murphy coming from New York. They're not exact. It's kind of a similar situation there. They're not really recruiting hotbeds. Not to say there aren't good players that come out of New York or come out of Colorado. Certainly and Notre Dame has uh, a commitment from Colorado right now on the defensive line. Um, and uh, well. <laughs> Aiden Kian- Kianiana, or I don't, that's probably pronounced wrong, but uh, I think Jude messed up the, his name the last podcast, so maybe we'll make that an a, a annual thing. But um, but I don't know. I, 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 I just see a lot of Glendale White. I see a lot of Reggie Bush putting those two together, and that's kind of a cool thing to me. Uh, I want Notre Dame to be a balanced team. I don't. I don't want them to, to be a power running team or or constantly run. And I I don't want them to be out there slinging the ball all over the field either. You know, I, I want more of a balance on the both on both sides and work the system within that. And I think when you do that, I think you having a complementary back system. That I think we're going to see this year with like a, with Jafar and Tony. You know, I I, I want that so. I kind of, I kind of hope Notre Dame gets back into it. That may, that may seem like they're backing off, and that shit may have finally sailed, or may sail eventually here. But it was a huge look. It was a huge commitment for Notre Dame. They absolutely wanted, needed, had to have Chris Tyree. It was a big. Was, he still could get a fifth star when it's all said and done. He had one. Uh, some other recruiting services or, you know, there there's just some discrepancies about him right now. I think, you know, it could be due to his size and, you know, and that's okay. You know, <clears throat> if they're going to keep the fifth star away from him, cause he's, you know, three pounds lighter than, you know, whatever, it, it really doesn't matter. You know, he most likely, you know, he's a young guy. He could gain another inch, could gain another two inches. I don't know. And each inch, maybe he gains another five pounds or so. So, who knows what goes on there? Um and it doesn't really matter. He's a highly rated, fast, four point three eight uh, laser timed, legit 40 yard speedsta. Uh, and watch his film. It's not just speed. The guy runs with with power in the way that he doesn't go down with arm tackles. You know, I really want to get more game film, game film on Tyree to see if that if my if what I'm seeing on the highlight stuff translates, you know, more throughout the games, how is he being tackled? Because the, on the highlight stuff, I'm seeing guys trying to arm tackle him and he's, he's just going. He's breaking these arm tackles. And, and you know, think back to like a guy like Armando Allen, who was an, another burner in high school. And unfortunately, he had a knee injury and that really set him back. Um, and, and he re- really never gained the speed that he, that he had in high school. He went down a lot. On arm tackles, he never really had long runs, um, and was constantly getting tripped up. And you're not you're not seeing that kind of that stuff go on with Tyree, who is even smaller. Uh, so I like that a lot. He can help out with special teams. So we're, just, we're not really quite sure exactly where where his freshman year projects at. You know, can he return? He's not a Braden Lindsey. Okay, and Brayden Lindsey came into Notre Dame with a track body, and you know that's not Tyree has still has a football body. I mean, he will have a football body when he arrives at Notre Dame. So maybe it's more of a situation with like like a George Atkinson, where you know you put him back there kick returns. He's not going to be returning punts as a freshman. I, I did, at least I don't believe that. And I think if you watch Notre Dame football in the Brian Kelly era. You don't really you don't see young guys back there at least very long, returning punts. Uh, they're putting guys back there to keep it safe, get the ball. Uh, Fink has been doing a great job of of getting getting some yards. he's he's a little bit more uh, a little bit braver maybe than John Goodman. I don't know. maybe they just told Goodman fair catch it every time. <laughs> we all remember that. um but anyways, I wouldn't expect Tyree to be fighting for a position as a punt returner, but kick return is definitely a spot where um, where he could be at. And then maybe, you know, he gets five to 10 carries, you know, or touches I should say, because he does do a good job in, in the passing game, kind of the backfield, you know, moving into the slot, jet motion. There's different things you can do um, with a guy like him and with his speed. I think um, kind of what Georgia did with Andre Swift in 2017 kind of like something along those lines, just another comparison somewhere else. Uh, but it, it it's an absolutely huge fit, huge grab for Notre Dame. Um, I, I don't know what the future holds for all of these running backs and Notre Dame has. Um, but this was a big win and it, and it, for Lance Taylor to come on board, this is exactly why they got Lance Taylor. This is exactly why the departure of Autry Denson, although a great running back coach, uh, Was not a good recruiter. Uh, Just did not work out for him on the recruiting trail. I think a lot of the recruits loved and respected Autry quite a bit, but his recruiting style just was not up to par for what you need in a power with a power five school trying to get a playoff. Uh, It it just wasn't. So, Lance Taylor, that was the the cell that he was going to be able to come in and and uh, and recruit. A lot better than what Denson did, and you know part of his um, his resume, uh, you know, is a guy like uh, Christian McCaffrey, and a lot of people are putting a lot of comparisons to Tyree and McCaffrey, and hey I'll take that comparison too. Although McCaffrey never really did much against Notre Dame, he obviously had a great uh, had great success and continues to. So, you know, all this is is awesome, great news. And then the next day, there's another commitment announcement. Braden McGregor obviously committed to Michigan and look, I'm not going to spend a whole lot of time on it. It was a dupe job. I I fully believe this is something that was orchestrated um, not by the family or by McGregor, but by the Michigan recruiting staff, probably Jim Harbaugh heavily involved, just basically goading these goading him and his family to do exactly what he did. And that was to lead on Notre Dame to Florida, to some extent, and to draw this, Draw this process out, build up some hype, and you know, commit at the the opportune time. So, really, it was a brilliant move. If it, I, I think that's what they did, and I think it was a brilliant move on their part because it did take away from the from the hype that Notre Dame got with Chris Tyree. You know, it stole a little bit of the thunder, and you know, it is what it is. And I, Kevin Sinclair already put out a great article on uh, on Irish Illustrated. And this isn't sour grapes. Okay. I have no problem with Brad McGregor, who is a Michigan kid. who was a Michigan fan. Uh, a family friend is a writer for the Michigan 24 seven site. Look, th- th- this was a recruiting. This was a recruitment that was supposed to go. Michigan was supposed to get this kid. Okay. Every crystal ball. If you want to believe in those things, 24 uh, seven was pointing towards Michigan, except for Loy and Sinclair which really tells me that so much of what was getting fed Notre Dame's way from the McGregor camp was total bull. Uh, And, you know, they're getting that from their sources, and so they're holding on to, like, yeah, man, this is, we're hearing this. That just To me, that just proves all this stuff. But anyway, you know, and not changing it at the last minute. They stuck with it. Anyways, uh, beyond all that, look, Kevin wrote a good article saying that Notre Dame would be you know, is fine. I mean, and look, they really are. (laughs) They are. It is kind of ridiculous to think about Notre Dame being solid on the defensive line, especially at defensive end, but they really are. I mean, I mean, this year aside, okay, Notre Dame is stacked really three deep, three deep, good deep on at defensive end on both uh, at both the drop and at the strong. So, you look ahead to 2020, and you know, this is f that'll be a freshman year anyways. But you know, you still have Ade Ogendegi on the line. Uh I'm, i Kofi Wardlow's name is on there. I don't know I'm not exactly sure what to do there, but, but you have Ade on there, you have Justin Admiola, Ovia Gofu, then you have the freshmen coming in this year with Howard Cross, uh, Nana Osafa Mensa, Isaiah Fosky. Then you have two other freshmen. Jordan uh Well, who is you know, going to be a who is a highly rated guy that they're going to put down at the drop. You know, Riley Mills, who was at the was on the strong side, the same position as McGregor. And yeah, McGregor's rated higher. And look, he he is a big boy that McGregor, and he is going to be a a good player. I have I really have no doubt. I uh, I think Priester said it best in the Irish Illustrated podcast. He's the bus factor with McGregor is very small, and I believe it. Uh, so I, he's going to be a good player, but look, Notre Dame is well stacked across the line, and I think Mike Elston. There is no credit enough for what he's been doing, recruiting and developing along that defensive line. Man, it is solid. It is solid. And did I did I say Ovia Gofu? Uh, because I, I, maybe I did not. But let me just say that again. Ovia Gofu, another guy on that defense. Uh, Defensive end, Notre Dame doing the things of correctly with taking linebackers uh, and moving them forward on the defensive line. You know that's how you get team speed on defense. You you move forward, uh, so you know safeties become linebackers, linebackers become defensive ends, <laughs> defensive ends become defensive tackles uh, if they've got a few extra cheeseburgers. But look, they're doing a great job. They are okay. They are they are better than okay. Th- this is not a um, this is not a situation like a Justin Tratlow situation. Uh, you know, going back to you know oh five oh six or whatever. Uh, this is this, Notre Dame is really in a good position, a very healthy position along the defense, uh, defensive end, and really it, it's starting to and on the inside too. You know, two thousand twenty. You think about it, uh, MTA and Heinisch, they'll be seniors. You know. Jason Amiola, Jamie and Franklin, juniors. Franklin's got another year of eligibility on top of that. You know, or you'll have a fifth year available. Jacob Lacey, Hunter Spears, <coughs> Aiden Kiana Uh, I'm going to get that name so smooth one of these days. So is Jude. I'm, we're going to work on that. But, um, you know, they're, they're absolutely fine. McGregor's a great player. I, I think he's a great high school player. I think he projects very well to the college game, and I think he's going to have a good career, uh, if not a great one. And so, yeah, you want him, but Notre Dame's okay. My problem is the snow jot, This whole look, all's all's fair and love war recruiting, right? You're not breaking any NCAA rules. It's just some. It just looks like some shady shit, and it shouldn't be anything that you sh- that's you expect. Uh, otherwise, from Jim Harbaugh, I, I think he's pulled this move before. It is what it is, um, but it is. It, look, the guys that are lamenting, saying, "Oh, Mike Elson could have been at home with his wife and his family." Come on, look. If if it wasn't, if he was going to not going to be up recruiting McGregor, he's going to be recruiting somebody else. Okay, <laughs> that that's part of the job. That's the nature of the business, and so is this getting, you know, completely snowballed and it, it, it made no sense. It, it does nothing. They had already gained the commitment. It was just a way to build up hype and to build up, you know, for a program that's, well, let's be honest, Michigan's struggling, you know, they really are. So <laughs> if they have to pull this kind of crap, that's their, that's on them, man. I mean, look, Bama doesn't pull this shit. Uh, I don't think Georgia does. I mean we're we're talking about you know Clemson doesn't pull this crap. It it's it's a program that is trying to put themselves up there even with all the help of all the media trying to put them into the top 5 and top 10 for next year. There's still a program that is, that has a national perception of being overrated completely every year and is probably going to be overrated again this year. So they want to get a little, little press. Put that, put that big thing right after Notre Dame's big commitment. Um, whatever. <laughs> Good luck to you, Skunk Bears. Um, but, uh, and look, we're we're just we're going to wrap this up. Recruiting is a is a, just a, kind of a funny thing, right? You never know what's going to happen. Kids change their minds. It, it, there's just all sorts of stuff that, that goes on you know, in a, in the recruiting cycle and I'm okay with it. And so, and you need to be too, because every, anything that you scoff at or most things that you scoff at from other schools or other programs or these recruits, look, Notre Dame is getting the same kind of kids that do a lot of the same stuff. You know, have the, you know, not compare not doing straight comparisons here, but there's always a little something. Okay. So you know, don't throw, you know, what, what's the saying? Don't throw rocks or glass houses, whatever. I, <laughs> all the recruiting is just a giant mess of whatever. And it's why I try to follow it from uh, a little bit of a, of a distance and, you know, scoping out mostly like numbers and how they fit into the rosters and all that. The actual process recruiting is, it's doink man. It is nothing that I want to deal with and just kind of take the information and, and, and use it to to figure some things out, I suppose. Uh, But the actual process is just so weird, it's really hard to digest. So moving forward, though, Notre Dame 11 commitments in this class. It's it's a top five or top six class right now. How many that are left that they can sign, it's hard to say. They really need to uh, start getting some corners, getting some, you know, some safeties. They need to, they need to start getting some defensive backs. Let's put it that way. So I would think that that's the general, if you're going to, and I think there's been more offers lately going out. So that's going to be kind of like more of the focus moving forward. You know, maybe they get a commitment from like a Michael Car- Carmody on the offensive line. Um, but the, I think the focus moving forward probably is going to need to be at safety at corner, um, and it's going to be a small class. I, I, I'm not sure if they're going to crack twenty. They're sitting at eighty five scholarships on the dot right now, uh, and that, that's with you know Maris Lufau in the mix uh, or get at, with a scholarship. So and that and that does not include JD Bertrand by the way or um, lacrosse pro kicker. So how much more do they go? How many are they going to lose that that eighty five? You know of that eighty five count, ten of them are fifty years seniors that or guys that could return for a fifth year. Tony Jones, Jr., Javon McKinley, Tommy Kramer, Liam Eikenberg, Ade Ogun Deji, Jonathan Jones, Alohi Gilman, Sean Crawford, John Shannon. But I'll say, you know, John Shannon, Sean Crawford, Alohi Gilman, Jonathan Jones, Javon McKinley. There's a, there's a, there's a, almost a sure five and Sean would be actually be a six year, but which he's eligible for. There's a sure five that probably aren't coming back. All right, so you add five to the eleven Notre name has at sixteen. You know, then you might have a few other, few other stragglers. So, may, may, not just name name. I'm not going to name names. So, let's just say there's two others. So that's seven. So that's a class of only eighteen. And so, if you start put, you start looking at that twenty number, which which I've been saying for a while, that twenty might be the very top end of what they're going to do this. Um, this recruiting cycle. So just keep that all in mind as we move forward. We guess there's it's visit season coming up. June's going to be kind of a a busy month recruiting wise. Notre going to go back to doing the Irish invasion. I believe that's on June ninth. Um, but I don't have the information right in front of me right now. Uh, I, but I believe it's a Sunday. I'm pretty sure it's June ninth. Uh, so that comes back. They they didn't do the Irish invasion last year. They're doing it this year. Um, maybe we'll see some movement there. Uh, maybe someone like a Clark Phillips, uh, you know, Notre Dame can, can generate a little bit more heat with him. A Really stellar quarterback out there in California. I don't know. I know that we're going to be covering it. We're going to keep an eye on it. We're, we get the map out. We got <laughs> scholarship charts and, you know, and all that good stuff. Just keeping an eye on what's going on and how Notre Dame is trying to piece their roster together for the future. So, with that, you guys, I'm 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 gonna thank you for you know listening to to our little to my little spiel here, and you know please enjoy, please have a safe Memorial Day weekend. Um, I do hope that somebody did need just you know a quick half hour break uh, from everything, and and hopefully this this helped. Uh, you were able to sit down and 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 get a little rest. But have a safe and moral day weekend. Uh, thank you to all those out there that, that served in the military and to to help protect and, and our freedoms that we we greatly enjoy here in this country. So with that, go Irish.